you're tuning in to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast with Kevin and Aisha Shelton. Hi. <laughs> intro. New intro. Who this? This is Aisha Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kevin Shelton. You rolled right, right on back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. And I love when we have guests, but guess what? <laughs> I'm stuck with Kevin today. I'm stuck with Kevin today. But I think that we have a really interesting topic given the times. So we are in the second quarter of 2022. We are. And the housing market has been crazy. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> the housing market has been bananas. He's got like one of the real estate agents <laughs> in New York. Like one of those, uh, the Hamptons being bananas. Bananas. Like you said, real estate on Long Island. <laughs> okay, we're stupid today, y'all. Forgive us. I'm sorry. Okay, and the housing market has really been the housing market. I love how whenever you like laugh talk, you run out of breath while you do your <sighs> the housing market has really been crazy. And so the question begs, is it a good time to invest in real estate? No, it's not. That's the answer. <laughs> Stop, stop whatever you're doing and do not buy real estate <laughs> right now. It is a horrible time. It is absolutely a deplorable time. The market's so high. There's so many people. You don't want this real estate life. You should just stop. It's horrible. Don't say, okay, so clearly Kevin is a part of the left-wing media. <laughs> I'm a part of the left-wing media. It is a bubble. It's a, listen. The recession is upon us. It is a bubble. Bitcoin right now. I'm just gonna say Bitcoin because that's a buzzword. Uh, crypto. Crypto is the market. Okay. The stock market. But for real. Okay, for real. So it really is a crazy market, and we're being silly, but it really is a crazy market right now. And we're hearing things from people who are looking for primary residences, like it's not a good time. I don't want to sell. The news said this, and I read an article that said that. But the one thing about people who make money is they make money regardless of the economy, right? So Sam Walton is not, you know, his people not at the top talking about like, oh, it's a recession. Where did that come from? <laughs> That's so I'm thinking about people who don't complain about money. I'm just saying that there's always opportunity that is and true. there's always opportunity for money to be made. So everybody wants to know when is the best time to invest in real estate and when should I do it? And specifically, second quarter of 2022, should I even do it? That's a question. So there's a great saying, great investor saying, said the, the best time to buy real estate was 10 years ago. Second best time is right now. Right now, right? Because you look back 10 years. The situation is real estate has been bought and sold forever, and it will continue uh, for forever because they're not making any more land. Um, so all the people who are, you know, Hey, I can't find any deals. There's nowhere for me to purchase. There's opportunity in all of the difficulty. You just have to find it. And you might have to be more creative. You might have to seek in areas that you otherwise wouldn't look or property types that you otherwise wouldn't look. Um, but there is opportunity there. We're buying right now. So, I mean, we are. And I think that I think that we have to shift our mindset mm -hmm. of what is what is available, mm -hmm. right? Um, we have to change the information where we're receiving our information. From the left wing media. 
We do. We have to change where we're getting our information because for real, I'm sorry, the news is going to tell you that everything is bad out here. Have you heard the right wing media's news? <laughs> I'm just asking. Y'all know I don't watch the news. So then what are you talking about? It's a joke. I was I just know. joking. I'm Cut me some slack. I'm the sorry. point that I'm trying to make is every everything that you read and watch is saying that it's not a good time, but there are deals yep. to be had. Right. Yep. Um, you if you listen to last week's episode, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you definitely need to tune in because after we recorded that episode, I had the, the conversation about subject two with maybe about six other people and blew their minds like, whoa, why don't we do this? Why haven't we done this? Oh my God, this is so amazing. And so that's an opportunity. People why didn't you had a conversation when we were back doing subject two years ago. Huh? So why didn't you have the conversation when we used to do subject twos? Oh, well, it was fresh and new and refreshed. Oh, that's a good point. Thank you. It was a refreshing reminder of how you can creatively finance things. That is true. Real estate. That is true. Um, so anyways, it's those of us that are creative, regardless of what the market looks like, are the ones who are going to be successful in real estate. So changing your mindset yep. about what the market looks like, regardless of what the market looks like, there's always deals to be had and money, money to be made. And I remember one of our mentors saying that if you have a good deal, you can always find the money. Mm -hmm. um, and so you may have to vet a few more deals or get a little bit more creative with your deal searching or financing, but there are still opportunities out here. You can look at some of your favorite, I don't know, Instagram, social media, people and see that they are we are still working in real estate yeah i mean you know the reality of the situation is i think a lot of people have fomo and you know fear of missing out mm -hmm. i know okay I, you just didn't your face and change it all okay but uh, <laughs> left wing media <laughs> but no um so the internet would show you that oh man you're you're missing something on the other side of this time or deals used to be a lot better or whatever. And the reality of the situation is um, what you can buy is 100 percent akin to the information that you have. Right. Mm -hmm. So do you know what to buy? Do you know how to buy it? Right. Because um, you can do creative deals in a market like this and you can do conventional deals, but it just depends on what side of the coin you're on. If you have money. It's a great time. If you don't have money, but you have knowledge, it's a great time. If you don't have neither, it might be a hard time. Yeah. Right. But you want to have one of the, the three. You either want to have experience, you want to have capital, or you want to have time. Yes. So you, you need something to, to work in this market. So I'll tell you where where we are. So my first my first line of conversation was for people who are looking to be investors, right? Looking to get in the real estate investing space and there being deals. My second line of conversation is our strategy for what we plan to do with this particular market and the impending market, like what we pl what we plan to see. So the one thing we can be sure of is that the real estate market is going to do this and it's going to do this yep. and then it's going to do this and it's going to do that, right? So being perfectly positioned. Yep. For when it goes down, 
being positioned for when it goes up, right? So if the inevitable is going to occur, which at some point it will, and it's not tomorrow, and it's not this year, and projections say that it's not next year either, we still have a nice little ride to go with the market looking the way that it does. So buckle up. And if that's your excuse for not investing, then whatever you're doing in life, just keep doing that for a really long time because you'll always have an excuse. Um, I think that we should jump in while strike while the iron is hot and the iron should always be hot because if you don't have to get ready, wait, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Stay ready so you don't, I am so bad with quotes. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. But you, for us, we are stacking all of the cash we can yep. so that when the market does do something different, we will be in a great position to take advantage of all of the deals, all and these good deals. And looking for unique opportunities, even within this market now, I think, you know, one of the things that um, I learned it from other investors, but you, you look at properties that have unique disadvantages mm -hmm. that can become an advantage, mm -hmm. right? So in a market where it's all single family houses, you're looking for the house that might have a garage unit or, you know, and I'm, I'm just giving an example, but you always want to look for the anomalies because that's might be where the opportunity lies. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people don't recognize a deal because it might not look like a deal, right? It might be a diamond covered in a lot of dirt. And at the end of the day, your job as an investor is to master a set of tools that helps you uncover the diamonds and sift through all the dirt. Um, because right now it looks like there's a diamond everywhere, right? Everybody, somebody paid $10,000 more for this and somebody paid $10,000 more for that. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you overpay for things. That means you have to find the right things to buy at the right valuation so that when you are buying a deal, you're comfortable with it. Cause that's the only thing that's going to protect you when the market turns, right? How you buy is still super important. Right. Always, always, regardless of what the market looks like, how you buy will, will determine if it's a good deal. And that's the thing about good deals. If it's a good deal, it's an easy, it's, you don't have to think about it, right? It's those ones that you're really trying to squeeze out a little bit out of something that could be a big deal, right? Yep. And that doesn't mean you don't have to be creative with it. That just means you shouldn't have to force it. You know, I think you you do a good job of like, hey, look, if you get three no's, that fourth one is like a, a strikeout. You know what I mean? It's like you you don't have to make a square peg fit in a round hole like you say all the time. Mm -hmm. It's really about how do you find the right round pegs to go you know, in the round holes, in the round holes. Yeah. Um, and I think I talk about the marriage dynamic a lot. And with all of the couples, most of the couples that we meet, there is this yin and yang stuff lines, happening. Man. Right. And I feel like that's how it is sometimes in deals, because Kevin will be so passionate about a deal that he will figure out a way to make it work. He's hella creative. So you can almost make anything Listen. you want to work, work. But I have to be very clear about and then we come to the same page, right? Like either the numbers work or they don't. And if they work, we walk. You got your nail fixed. <laughs> How did that happen? Kevin, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is not the right place. This is our life. This is our marriage. It I apologize right for interrupting you. I did. I did get the nail. We fixed. had a whole nail crisis and I'm, I'm just. It was a nail crisis. You got it fixed I'm not going to show like y'all. And you weren't in pain. So I'm so I'm, That is true. OK. I'm just happy to see my wife not in pain. Side note, since it's been thrown out there, see these beautiful nails? I broke one. 
all the way to the white meat. And it looks like this now. So what happened? <laughs> it's a nub. It's a stub. Yeah, but they saved the white meat. They did save the white meat. She put um, a coating on it. She put super glue uh-huh. uh-huh, to hold it together. And then she cut it down and, and, and now, filed it. Now it'll hold until, now it'll hold it, grows until it grows out. Told you. You did. You. I'd be telling you. You're my hero. Girl. Okay, but for real, a liberal media—that's <laughs> fake news. That's what—that's what our five-year-old will say. She always slathering on all the compliments. Mom, you're the best. You're the bestest you're mom. The, you're the most beautiful mom. You're the best mom I've ever had. <laughs> and I couldn't agree with her more. So, <laughs> no. no, I had a point before you pointed out my nail. You the, did. I'm sorry. Here's the point. I did not lose it this time. There we go. Okay. I'm. I'm learning. I'm pivoting. So with rentals, for example, right? The housing market is crazy, which makes the rental market crazy because people can't buy houses. So they have to rent, which means all the landlords could jack that rent up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I have some evaluations to make. <laughs> Am I going to be a, a prudent landlord about her finances? Or um, am a I going to be a generous benevolent? <laughs> generous benevolent. You're not you, very benevolent. I know you've been paying this amount for quite some time, and it's been. If you think I came to play with you, the market is saying something completely different. What should we do about that? If you think I ain't gonna raise you know your rent, like? God damn it, I am. <laughs> no, you know what it looks like. It's like, where did I learn this? I learned this negotiation tactic somewhere, but it was saying you should ask people. Well, if you were in my shoes, what would you do? So if you owned a rental property and the going rate was 1900 and your tenant was paying 1400 if you were in my shoes, what would you do? Charge 1400 <laughs> is what they say because they wouldn't know anything about being a landlord. Regardless, that, that sounds like the right thing to do. And when you evaluate your own situation, sure. But this is a whole business. I don't know. Okay, I'm not talking about us in particular, but one of the agents in our brokerage had is brokering a deal between two friends. And even though one friend could get could maximize in the market, he sold it to his friend at like forty or fifty thousand dollars less. And he's like, Man, I've been blessed and I just want to bless him. And I was like, Wow, that stuff still happens and that's amazing. Oh, yeah, I mean we bought deals like that. We've had people who just want to do business with us that gave us great deals. I think that's important too. And I'm not saying argue that I'm, you have to make that decision based on where your comfort is. If all you're making is that rent and you're living off your rent, then your income is directly commiserate with them dollars you charge. So if you have the ability to increase your income by $500 per property per month, do that because that's more income that feeds your family. But also, most of the successful people that I know are very prudent about their finances. Like mm -hmm. they make decisions that make financial sense. Yep. Right. And we a people, we a people, we the people, we us people, black people, <laughs> we make decisions. We make decisions differently. And I feel like other cultures make decision because it makes sense to the bottom line and it may not always be to, to our advantage. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't give because we do. Yep. Um, 
However, this isn't one of those places that it's like charity it's, is charity and business is business. charity is charity. Yes, we we give lots of money, but we also operate a business. So in the biz, the business doesn't give money in the transaction of business. We give money outside of that from the profits as charity. Right. That's a different thing. Because this isn't a nonprofit. No, <laughs> this this not. landlording and property ownership so is not a nonprofit. All the questions for all the landlords out there. I if did. If your rent goes up. If the market it. says if the market says the market says to raise that rent, by golly, you raise that rent. Or start a nonprofit where you put people in houses that their rent doesn't get raised, but you are a business. Yep. So the last points are Still a deal, find market, or still a market to find deals. So go find them. Always. Right. As the market changes, you pivot, including raising rent or doing whatever you got to do to make it happen. Yep. There is no right or wrong answer to any of this, right? So um, whether you choose to operate in the way that you're operating or do something different based on if you're a nonprofit or a for profit. That's 100% up to you, but hold true to your numbers and be prudent about your financials. In all your deals. In all your deals. Including your rentals. Well, that's it, because I'm going to be prudent about my time. So We were barely here. Um, Next week, we'll have guests. We'll be longer. Who are you going to invite? I'm not sure. Are you going to invite anybody? I am. Who? Maybe the Burrs. Oh, that would be fun. It would be fun. And then we can learn about lending. Okay. Look forward to next week's episode of Real Estate Investing Through Lending. Yeah. Sure. Okay, this has been the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Kevin, wrap me up. So, bye.